You're locked on. You're locked on to the Cyclones Radio Network. Hi again, everybody. Nick Brunker here on CyclonesHockey.com for this week's edition of the Clones Podcast. A couple of games on the slate this weekend for the Cyclones as they'll make their first multi-game weekend of the regular season stand up in Quad City as they play back-to-back games at the iWireless Center. It's going to be the first time since 2010 that the Cyclones have faced a Western Conference opponent during the regular year and will also mark the first time that the Mallards have faced a previously existing ECHL squad. To this point, they have only played former Central Hockey League teams. That's going to all change on Friday night with both games beginning at 8 p.m. The Cyclones come in with the fewest games played of any team in the Eastern Conference, just two of them so far, the win in Toledo and the loss against Kalamazoo last week. And because of that, they're sitting lower down the the ranks in the North Division standings with two points separating them from four different teams. That would be Evansville, Wheeling, Toledo, and Indianapolis. Fort Wayne currently running away with the division if you can do such a thing. Much like the Cyclones of a year ago, they have started out perfect in their first five. The Comets 5-0, 10 points atop the division. Taking a look at the the scoring leaders for the Cyclones through two games, Joe Basaraba with three points, all of which coming in the season opener for the Cyclones in Toledo, a goal and two assists. Wade Megan added another goal to his slate. He has scored goals in both of the Cyclones' tilts this year. He is tied with Andrew Yogan, who has done the same, except Yogan has an assist to go along with the goal. His goal was a pretty one this past weekend, one of the bright spots in that 8-2 loss to Kalamazoo. And then a whole bunch of players are tied with one point in some capacity or another, Stefan Vijay, Brian New and David McDonald among those names. Terry Ruskowski's club, meanwhile, has gone 2-1 through its first few games in the recently expanded ECHL. Benjamin Diodé-Favelle is atop their team in scoring through a few games of action. He has four points in those tilts with six penalty minutes, two goals, and two assists. Rookie forward Pierce Eviston has also been a solid weapon in the early going, collecting a pair of assists in the three tilts. The Mallards have a couple of youngsters between the pipes. Parker Milner, a former Boston College standout, and Evan Mosher have both seen time between the pipes through the first few games of the season. Milner is 1-1 and and a 2.0 goals against average, while Mosher is 1-0 with a GAA of 2.77. The Cyclones are hoping to continue what has become a very solid trend, and that is success on the road, including their season opening victory in Toledo. Cincinnati has compiled a 45-20 record away from U.S. Bank Arena since the start of the 2012-13 season. That is a staggering 67.1 winning percentage. If they can hold that up again this year, they're going to find themselves towards the top of the division. That you can be sure about. This is the time of year, too, where you don't want to let emotions go too high or too low. Obviously, the first week was good for the Cyclones, a 4-1 win, even though it was a a very defensive game, to say the least. And then uh, the unfortunate outing on October the 25th against Kalamazoo. Uh, You kind of have two groups of fans who kind of realize that it is a long season. It is 72 games of regular season action and then potentially uh, close to 20 or 25 games or more in the postseason if you have your wish and get up all the way to the Kelly Cup Finals. But uh, there's also a school of fans who, who tend to look at games like this past Saturday and start to freak out. They push the panic button. Uh, that's not necessarily the right thing to do, in my opinion, and I tweeted it out earlier, at Nick Brunker is my Twitter handle in case you're not following me as well. Uh, it's silly. It is silly to worry this much about a team that has had a bad outing. It happens. Uh, You look at the video, you make the adjustments as you see fit, and you move on. And after having talked with lots of the different players and both of the coaches leading up to this two-game set in Quad City, that is exactly the mentality. They're not worried about what happened last Saturday. They want to make changes, no doubt, 
uh, try to adjust what they can to make sure that that type of a game doesn't happen again. But they're not worried so much about that. It's a long season, and there's so, so much still to come in this 2014-15 campaign. So they can't worry about a bad out, and they just got to put it behind him. With that said, though, I would not be surprised to see rookie Sam Britton get some time between the pipes this weekend. You cannot put all the responsibility of last Saturday on the shoulders of goaltender Rob Medore. At the same time, though, Sam Britton's coming in with some pretty solid numbers from college. He finished a four-year career with the University of Denver in his senior season, no less. He had a career-best goals against average of 2.22. He won, at least tied, his career high in wins with 19 and was named a first-team All-American in addition to leading Denver to the inaugural NCHC championship as well as being named the goaltender of the year for that conference. So uh, he obviously has the goods to come in and at least fight for a spot on a regular basis between the pipes for Cincinnati. Now, when you're going up at least as a competition against the ECHL's Kelly Cup playoffs most valuable player, uh, the MVP is usually going to get the nod at least to start things out. But now uh, that uh, Rob Medore had a less than stellar outing to say the least last weekend, even though the blame can't be put solely on his shoulders, it would be likely that at some point this weekend we're going to see number one in net for the Cincinnati Cyclones. In case you're not already aware, number one is the jersey number for young Sam Britton. Be sure to follow all the action this weekend on CyclonesHockey.com at ECHL-TV. You can also head over to the Game Time Sports Bar and Grill in Cheviot to watch the action live on ECHL-TV at the Coors Light viewing party. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the CyclonesHockey.com podcast. I'm Nick Brunker, and we'll talk to you this weekend from Moline, Illinois.